welcome to Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. My name is Kelly and I'm a former wedding planner and blogger and I'm obsessed with weddings. If you're planning a wedding in Ireland, you're in the right place. You're going to learn the tried and tested methods to planning your dream wedding without the added stress. Think of this as your one-stop shop for everything to do with planning your wedding in Ireland. With me, your new wedding planning bestie and a cup of tea. This is Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. Well, hello, it's Wednesday. That means it is Wedding Wednesdays time. My name is Kelly. I am your host. And we've got a really fun um, episode in store for you today because we're talking all about wedding speeches. And now I know that giving a speech in front of loads of people is something that doesn't come naturally to most of us. In fact, even those of us who have done lots of public speaking still get a bit nervous getting up in front of people that we don't know. And so I'm going to give you a whole bunch of tips today. So if you are getting married and you have to deliver a speech at your own wedding, or if you are a best man, or you're the maid of honor, or the parents of the couple, if you're delivering any kind of speech at a wedding, these tips are going to help you. They're very wedding specific, and um, you're going to finish this episode feeling confident. You're going to feel like you know exactly how to begin your speech. You're going to know the types of things that you could say, what you shouldn't say. We're going to talk about how long the speech should be and how you can make sure that you deliver it really well. So it's some very simple tips. Um, I'm going to I'm going to share some really practical things with you. And at the very end of the episode, I'm going to reenact a speech that I did. I won't do the whole speech, but I'll do the intro. Um, so what I will say at the very beginning is something that I think people do too much of is they begin their speech by saying, for those of you who don't know me, and then they continue the sentence. And I think there's a much more interesting way that you can begin a speech. So I I did something that I thought was really fun at a speech and uh, at a wedding. I was the maid of honor. I delivered a speech. I was the first one up. So I was very nervous. And I will share with you how I began that speech. I took people by surprise. They definitely clapped and cheered. And I think it broke the ice. And so you are most welcome to copy and paste what I say. I'll put the words literally word for word in a blog post on the Weddings Online website, along with all the tips that I'm going to share today. Um, So why don't we get stuck in? Let's begin with the do's and don'ts of wedding speeches. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through the do's first. So there are four of them. Do your research. So if you are the best man, there will be certain things that you need to say. So traditionally, different people cover different things in their wedding speech. So normally it would be the father of the bride who would thank all the guests for coming and, you know, would give special notice to guests who have flown in from different countries and people who have come from far to be at the wedding and they kind of thank all the guests because historically the wedding was actually hosted by the parents, usually the parents of the bride. And so it's a traditional thing that the the father of the bride would include in his speech something about thanking the guests for coming. Um, something that the best man typically does is acknowledges the bridesmaids and how they look. And sometimes it's a simple toast, like, you know, let's raise our glasses to all the bridesmaids who look really beautiful today. Um, the, the groom's speech often, you know, will thank, um, various people, suppliers, different things. And of course there's a big focus on, you know, speaking to the bride. Um, that's not to say that you have to do these things in that particular way. You may not have the traditional type of wedding format. You may not have the traditional speech format. 
However you do it, it's totally up to you. But if you have been asked to deliver a speech, it's up to you to do your research as to what the couple would like you to cover. So if the couple is quite traditional and they would like you to cover the things that the person in your role typically covers, I advise you to look it up. It's probably on the Weddings Online website. Um, And then also talk with the couple and just say, hey, this is what I was thinking. Um, I'd really like to thank some of these people in my speech. Are you okay with that? And they may go, sure, do whatever you want. Um, so do your research, find out what it is that you need to cover so that you know that at least at the bare minimum, you're doing what the couple is expecting you to do. Second thing is do keep it sentimental. So people really want to hear heartwarming stories. People love to hear, um, you know, how you met the couple, or if you are the couple, they want to know how you met each other. There are so many ways that you can deliver a speech that has heart at the center of it. You don't just want to be giving information. Yes, of course, if you're thanking people, there's probably going to be a list of those people that you need to speak to, but you want it to feel um, like there's meaning behind what you're saying. So keep it sentimental. The next one, do keep it granny and child friendly. So remember, a wedding is not your chance to roast your best friend. This is not his 21st birthday um, or some really relaxed event. It's a wedding. This is a chance to to honor people. Of course, you can tell funny little stories and, you know, we'll, we'll go into that. But um, the point here is you want to make sure that if there are children or grandparents in the room that, you know, you're eliminating eliminating the swearing and the saucy jokes and anything that is not appropriate for a wedding. And the final do is do keep it short and sweet. Um, I have sat through many long speeches. People think that their speeches are shorter than they are, but they tend to ad lib and, you know, they, they kind of start vamping and they get nervous and they start saying more than they need to say. And then the speech is longer. What we like to aim for is no more than 10 minutes. And that is also determined by who you are and how many other speeches there are. So when I did my maid of honor speech, I aimed for three minutes because I was the first one. I didn't want to go on long. I wanted to just get there. I wanted it to be short and sweet. I didn't want to have a whole lot of unnecessary things. I wanted my friend to know that she was special and I wanted to share a couple of stories about her. I wanted all the the guests to be welcomed in a fun way. Um, And I was able to achieve that in three minutes. Um, If you are the groom, of course, you don't need to stick to three minutes. Your speech is the one that everybody really, really wants to hear. They want to hear you talking about your bride. Um, So that kind of thing, you know, depending on who you are and how many other people are doing speeches, but no more than 10 minutes, no matter who you are. Um, I've heard a lot of speeches that are 20 minutes. Um, That's just too long. That's basically an episode of Friends. Um, Nobody wants to sit through that. So keep it short and sweet. And the shorter, the better, because you will think it's three minutes, but on the day you may you know, end up ad-libbing a little bit and then it ends up being five. So keep it short and sweet. Now let's go into the don'ts for wedding speeches. Don't drink too much before your speech. You want to be able to deliver your speech with confidence. You don't want to be slurring your words. If you've written anything down, you don't want to be like uncertain of what you're seeing because the words are all blurry on the page. Just be just be responsible. You can let loose once you've done your speech, but just until that moment, don't drink too much. The next one, don't wing it. Now, no matter how much public speaking you have done, you need to be prepared. So, um, you know, you obviously don't want to read your speech, which is our next one. You don't want to read everything word for word, but you do want to be prepared. So you can have bullet points, you could have 
you know, like little flashcards or something. You don't want to have your your speech written out word for word on an A4 piece of paper and you're just reading it line for line, but you certainly don't want to wing it and get up and just kind of speak from the heart only. Having an idea of how you want to start, how you want to end, and what you want to cover in the middle is a good start. If, even if you're a very confident speaker, you've done lots of wedding speeches, you know everyone in the room, I definitely recommend just being prepared. Don't wing it and then don't read your speech because you don't need to. People want to know that they have heard you speaking. They don't want to feel like you've just recited something that you've written to them. So, Prepare well enough that you don't need to read everything, but have some notes with you so that if you get nervous, you can look down and you can refer to your notes. It's a little balance between being super prepared and not being prepared enough. Um, the, the next don't is don't include too many in-jokes. That's what the wedding card is for. You want to make sure that when you um, when you deliver your speech that most people in the room know what you're talking about. So if you've ever watched the movie Bridesmaids, I highly recommend watching the scene where um, there is some maid of honor speech uh, rivalry happening and a lot of in-jokes. It's an incredibly awkward scene. It is so funny. If you've never seen it, go and watch it. It's hilarious. And it just makes me cringe every time because it gets more and more awkward. But one of the things that they do is they both give these in jokes and it's just like everyone in the room is like, what is happening here? So you don't want to be that person. Um, save your inside jokes for the wedding card or, you know, when you're chatting to your bestie, but um, tell stories that come from the heart, but make sure that they're accessible to everybody. The final don't is don't be afraid to try something unique. It could be something like using a prop or a song or a video or something to keep your speech, you know, really sweet, lighthearted and just memorable. Okay, I'm going to give you some handy tips if you are the couple. These are three things that will help you um, have a bit of... Um, I'm not going to say control. Just have a handle on what's happening with the speeches before you go into the wedding day. The first one, let everybody know when their speech is taking place. So if each person who's speaking knows roughly when they're going to talk, they'll feel prepared. They won't feel flustered and nervous. Um, like specifically think of people who might be very nervous to deliver a speech. If they know when they're doing it, they can get themselves ready. You could say something like, you know, between the starters and the mains, we're going to do all three speeches and this will be the order. Even that, that's helpful. They don't need a specific time, but that's enough information for them to feel prepared. The second tip is get your speakers to work together. So now this doesn't mean that they need to deliver one big speech, you know, all at the same time, but it might mean if they just have a little chat with each other, then they can just say, hey, I'm going to share this story about them, or I'm going to tell this thing. Then it means that you don't end up having somebody go up last and they're like, oh no, all the good stories that I had planned on sharing have been shared by other people. And then they feel flustered and they don't know what to do. Um, I have heard stories where, um, you know, the speeches were all pitched at completely different uh, just just different tones and some people ended up going you know very very sentimental and then the person who was meant to go last um, had this idea to do something really fun but felt that he couldn't because everyone else was very sentimental so he totally shifted what he had planned when actually what the day needed was some light-hearted fun at the end so having people just have a bit of a chat will just mean you're prepared and you're not getting up to speak going oh no I need to change everything in the moment and then the final tip for couples is find fun ways to introduce each speaker. It's just an, an added touch you could do. For our wedding, what we did was we actually had a, a different song playing for each person as they came up for their speech. And it was, I don't even know if the guests would have necessarily noticed that, but it's just a little fun thing. It could be, you know, just a cute way that the MC introduces each person. It doesn't have to be something that you go super overboard with, but um, just a fun way to introduce each person. 
And uh, we're going to end by just going through a couple of toast starters. So I mentioned at the beginning that if people say things like, for those of you who don't know me, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just boring. And I think there's a more fun way that you can begin your speech and introduce yourself. So I'm going to give you three ways you could do it, depending on who you are and what speech you're making. And then I'm going to end by telling you how I introduced a speech that I did for my friends, Doug and Elizabeth. So the one you could do is just a super quick intro, something like, hey, I'm Kelly. I'm the sister of the groom. And then you go in. Super simple, not overthinking it. Second thing is you could do something a little quirky, like, if you don't already know me, you're in the wrong room. And you can begin with flattery because who doesn't like that? You go something like, doesn't my bestie look amazing today? So obviously it depends who you are and what the speech is. Those are three things, the quick intro, something quirky and something that's really flattering. But this is what I did. So I walked up, had the mic in my hand, had a glass of champagne in the other hand. Doug and Elizabeth had a lot of trouble finding someone to deliver a wedding speech today. First, they went to their funniest friend and they said, hey, can you do a speech at our wedding? And they said no. Then they went to their best looking friend and said, hey, can you deliver a speech at our wedding? And they said no. Then they went to their most charming friend and they were like, can you deliver a speech at our wedding? And they said no. Uh, then they came to me. And after already turning them down three times, I thought, OK, I'll do a speech at your wedding. My name is Kelly, I'm the bestie of the bride, and I'm very happy to be here today. That's what I did. Literally, super simple, but people didn't expect it, and so they laughed, and it was really fun, it totally broke the ice, and then, you know, just kind of set the tone for the rest of the speeches. So, it was really fun, I'll put that in word for word in a blog post on weddingsonline.ie, so you can have a look at that, along with all the tips that I've shared today. But thank you for listening today. The Winning Wednesdays with Weddings Online podcast is produced by me, Kelly, and mixed, mastered, and edited by Glenn Hartman. For more wedding planning tips, advice, checklists, and more, visit weddingsonline.ie.